So, we're back. We're bloody back. We are bloody back. You're looking tan. You've got at least two new pecs that I haven't seen before. Yeah, that's dirt and a disease. <laughs> Thank you. I have Respectively. a disease. <laughs> oh, wonderful. But look, well, <laughs> since we've been away, I think there's been one cinematic event that the whole oh. world has been talking about that we really need to offer our two cents on. I've got exactly two cents in my pocket, in my mental pocket. So and, uh, The audience, I think, deserves both of those. After everything. <laughs> After everything they've fucking been through. Those poor <laughs> bastards. Let's give them our two cents on... Have you seen the Cats trailer? I have seen the Cats trailer. What did you make of the Cats trailer? I think, Paul, that it's going to be the most significant cinematic event <laughs> of whatever year it's coming out. <laughs> well, it might get pushed back a year because they might pull a Sonic. <laughs> oh, no. They might pu- pull a Sonic oh, the Hedgehog. A Sonic. They might pull a Sonic. I don't know because it is eerie. It's eerie the way that the human features float on top of the sort of furry mm. heads that they're on. It's so good. It <laughs> looks so good. It's I like, want that film, Paul. Look, I don't know if you've ever owned a cat, but that's spawn. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nailed oh, it. Oh, shit. Cats. Here comes Paul's cat. Oh, <laughs> I hate it. It's like a walking mirror. <laughs> Made of beans. <laughs> I think this is the cats that people need to see, though, Paul. I don't think that they should be presented with cats and then say, oh, we don't like that. And then... Hollywood, the establishment, say, oh, you don't? Oh, we'll change that for you. Yeah, that's not in the spirit of Cats. But the thing is, (laughs) Cats seems like all the other Andrew Lloyd Webber productions, which is to say, immensely popular, in spite of the fact no one seems to like it. It's like election time all over again. (laughs) You don't know anyone who voted for the Conservatives. Uh, Yet, here they are. Oh, here I am, you see, in my non-Cats bubble. Yeah. Yeah, just for exactly. douchebag hipsters. <laughs> it just seems like the prevailing winds, as it were, of critical reception is that Andrew Lloyd Webber isn't that good. I, I can't really speak to it. I've not actually gone to see any of his productions. But it's very unusual yeah. to see. It's like he's like the Ben Elton of musicals, which is problematic because Ben Elton is also the Ben Elton of musicals. So there's only one, only room for one of them. They might be the same person with Frank Sinatra <laughs> Mirror of Doom. Oh, shit. The, the problem um, is Britons just don't like success. <laughs> Fucking hell, I hate Andrew Lloyd Webber. featuring people puppets but who's the puppeteer the liberal media open your eyes calpel i'm paul calpel spunking your butt oh, pretty good joke i thought <laughs> oh no you're not a puppet that's not funny oh what be funny if you're some sort of children's puppet off to the gulag with me then no puppets there <laughs> up to the pu- puppet conversion therapy <laughs> therapy it's a process it's about belief more than anything else it says immersion on, on the on the church outside and then when you walk in the, the sign comes off <laughs> conversion <laughs> For the conversion therapy, it fill you up, fill your firm. Wouldn't puppet immersion therapy be amazing though? <laughs> no, that's the worst thing I've ever heard. Just roil around with these puppets half an hour. I'd, I'd rather be sick for the rest of my life. Thank you, doctor. <laughs> I, you know what? My puppet phobia has just not really come up much in the last ten years until today. Fantastic. What about muppet phobia though? Is that worse? <laughs> 
It's unspeakably oh worse. There is something a bit frightening about the big ones. Like Mr. Snuffleupagus <laughs> or Big Bird, the way they just sort of sure. fucking flop around the place. Well, I've never thought about it until now, but... I just like the way they ambulate. <laughs> and that's okay, you know. We're in a safe space. No Muppets, except for this film. Look, if you can honestly say you've never imagined Snuffleupagus falling on you and absorbing you into its fluffy mat more, then I envy you. I mean, I have, and I turned out all right. Today, we are going down on a puppet. That's the amount of energy I'm bringing to this. Same as the writers. Fantastic. It's the Happy Time Murders. Someone out there <gasps> is killing puppets. Hey, handsome. You looking for some rotten cotton? I'm a woman. That's okay. Yeah, that's even better. Got a good time for you. Ah, <laughs> uh, brilliant. Legendary puppet man Jim Henson's son, Brian Henson, directs this neo-noir detective story starring Melissa McCarthy and Muppet-style puppets. Oh, boy. Oh, fuck. I didn't realise he actually directed this. Should have What's... done more than the most basic research. <laughs> son of Jim Henson, yeah. Christ. Yeah. It's good Legacy stuff. continues. <laughs> Is it like Muppets Treasure Island? Yes. Well, certainly some pearls. Polly... Now kids Polly wants a cocker? I don't know. This isn't... I know there are Muppets in this film, Kids at Home. <laughs> it's not actually, it's not kid friendly. Wait, what? It's, oh, that sounds wacky. No, hold on, hold on. It's 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 like for kids, but it's it's not. There are dicks in it in that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw a willy at one stage. A big felty willy. Oh, no, that's not on, actually. You can't in have In this that. society. Oh, no. In this era. I don't mind what happens what goes on behind, I don't mind what happens what goes on behind closed doors. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I never know not what not happened to me. Just don't want it wa- wa- waved in my face, do I? Because <laughs> I am a homophobe, actually. <laughs> Look, I'm not not a homophobe, wink, but <laughs> I don't know where we are. <laughs> I literally don't. <laughs> where, are, where are we? Who are you? What is this? I hate this. I'm going home. No, you're not. Oh, no. Anyway, <laughs> the film was received by critics like a puppeteer's hand up the <laughs> anus. Excuse you. <laughs> it's getting worse. It's... I've ruined several weddings. Josh Gola at Spectrum Culture, getting the prism, says um, puppets have sex, kill each other, curse like sailors, and abuse drugs. Is there anywhere near as lurid as it sounds? Mm. I didn't come here to not not be offended. Wink. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> I hate it. Andrea Thompson. <laughs> Cultured Vulture says, The Happy Time Murders is the kind of movie a bunch of middle school jocks would make after they saw one of the good Muppet movies and were so repulsed by its sincerity they decided to make fun of it in the most mean-spirited, over-sexualized way possible. Yeah, sometimes these are just true. Jocks hate sincerity. <laughs> They're so big on irony. <laughs> that wasn't tongue-in-cheek at all! <laughs> this goes exactly against everything I stand for. <laughs> Fuck these losers. I'm gonna, I'm gonna compose a satire. <laughs> You hate jocks, you just gotta hate jocks, I suppose. Yeah, that's the only thing to it. Especially if you also hate socks. Then you're gonna hate this film. Bunch of sock jocks. <laughs> the public were no more. Can you tell we've had two weeks off? I thought <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a pretty good improvise for me. <laughs> I'm Paul Johnson. Uh, the public were no more likely to go in for the sock job. Zach Luke on Amazon said, I didn't find this offensive, nor was it overly rude or vulgar. It's just a film that tries very hard to be funny. <laughs> I hate that. This guy's a jock. He can't stand it's ideally this. in black and white, and I can't stand more more of one than the other. <laughs> Look, I think literally in monochrome, and I couldn't stand any part of this. <laughs> or life. Existence. <laughs> it's too depressing. I see in colour, but think in black and white. Every day I'm just <laughs> terrified shuffling. of everything yeah. around me. Yeah, shuffling. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a hellscape. <laughs> 
<laughs> shuffling through my monochrome world internally. <laughs> to the next Yoyo Kusama exhibition, just for respite. <laughs> Culpit Man, 10068, IMDb said. It's crass. It's one hour too long. And it's not funny. Don't waste good money going to see it. Just don't. Where's your bad money? <laughs> Spend your bad money on this. That's some <laughs> bad money. Better get rid of that. Your poopy bad money. That's what this <laughs> film's for. I also like the idea of it being an hour too long. Because that brings it down to a nice lean 20. When you take off the 10 minute long credit sequence. That could have been good. That would have um, that would have only just about smashed through my goodwill. <laughs> and then sucked it up through its own anus. And then shat it out through its mouth. <sighs> Sorry, mate, that's my body for... Oh, this is a good time for a yawn, the middle of this riff that's happening. Yeah, keep keep it in. I just want people at home to, to know the dynamic we've got going on. I just want people to at home to know that my body is well and truly not willing to play ball on this one. Now, fuck these guys. Whatever part of the body that your yawns come from is thinking. The lungs? Oh, the gooch. <laughs> this one's coming right up from gotta, the gooch pool. You've got to shout from the chest and yawn from the gooch. It's what the Fonzie decreed. Oh, fuck. The film has 23% on Rotten Tomatoes, 5.3 on IMDb, and it made about half its production budget back. Oops. But it, but it employed a lot of puppeteers. There's not many gigs out there for those guys now. Not like the golden age of Hollywood puppetry. Now it's just Star Wars and those guys operating Donald Trump. <laughs> and they're not trying very hard, so... <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's only one of them left in there. It used to be a four-man in team. <laughs> in there. Inside. It's a full operation. <laughs> you got to go undercover for this one, Smitty. <laughs> you, your wife can't know where you're going. You can't tell your kids. You can't tell your work buddies. You just got to get it right up in that. Fuck. <laughs> Look, Chief Schmitty. You're also Schmitty. I knew the risks when I signed up to be a puppeteer. I'm ready for this responsibility. Give me my ginger wig. There you go, Sh- There you go, Schmitty. What? No, I meant... <laughs> I meant you. What? Anyway, <laughs> get me in. Get me in him. This would be much better than this. I can't stand this. Whatever this is, get me inside Donald Trump, please. <laughs> it was nominated for six Golden Raspberries, but it only won Worst Actress for Melissa McCarthy, uh, losing the others to Home and Watson, That Trump Movie, and Fifty Shades. Fifty Fifty Shades Threed, as I like to call it. Fantastic. That's good. <laughs> it is good. Thank you. You've been watching too much Fast and the Furious lately. <laughs> Melissa McCarthy getting worst actress. I think that's yeah. It's once that's again. A bit much. You know what? It's just because there weren't any actresses in fucking Holmes and Watson or that Trump movie or Fifty Shades Freed. <laughs> none, famously none. <laughs> I'm sure they'd already given at least five of them to Dakota Johnson for that one movie. Yeah, fit them all in as if as if they were Christian Grey. Well, speaking of undeserved accolades, Maya Rudolph is a three-man. Yay! It does seem unfair oh, because this is probably the first thing I've liked her in. This and this. This an inherent vice where she played Petunia Leeway. Fuck, Pynchon is good. So good. Nah, look, I like. I've liked Maya Rudolph in Bridesmaids. She's. I haven't good. properly seen Bridesmaids. You haven't properly seen it. Not properly. I watched the. Me and Katie watched the first twenty minutes, and then her disc exploded because she had previously been using it as a as a wheel on her bike. <laughs> as a wheel of time. <laughs> As a genie in a bottle. Gotta let it free. Oh, okay, that's fine. I, I thought you meant like I, I saw it through a cheesecloth or something. <laughs> gotta stop watching my movies that way. You gotta filter the the Rudolph. Look, I licked the disc. She's she's very good and she's she's good in this, and this is shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's 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 how the three man works. That... Sorry, my Rudolph, you're in the bin, but at the top of the bin, on top of all the other shit. <laughs> Next to possibly Pamela Anderson, I can't even remember. Oh, free to a man, free in a bush, 
Ah, <sighs> so Paul, you Japonica Fenway. Ah, crap. What's one thing about the Happy Time murders that made you want to shoot thick ropes of cum into a fuzzy snatch of a gaping puppet? Oh, it's another family episode, by the way. <laughs> Forgot to mention that at all. Uh, some really horrible shit happens to Muppets in this film. Some really bad things. And not just violent, but oppressive, awful things. <laughs> Depressing things. Uh, Hacksaw Ridge type things. It's genuinely awful to watch. I agree. So that's that. Yeah. <laughs> Hooray. Anyway. I can't wait. Fucking hate Muppets. Yes. All right, well, let's begin this documentary of... This document of suffering. Of hate. We start off with a lot of production companies, Paul. Oh, this boy. One, this one took a lot of help to get it over that line. <laughs> a lot of cooks. <laughs> Wanking into that broth. <laughs> we couldn't get Warner Brothers on this one. <laughs> what are Henson I? Home Studios and Henson Garage Studios. And... <laughs> no, in no way affiliated with Sesame Street. They've made that very, very clear. <laughs> So we're in a world, in a world, where unconvincing puppets uh, coexist with people. It's that the, the, the puppets are unconvincing, which is really <laughs> what brought Sesame Street down. It's not believable at all! <laughs> yeah, people just, kids these days, it's all about the photorealism. They did actually mocap, they mocapped Emma Watson to do um, all of them, actually, all of the Muppets. <laughs> they, they did it, they, like, they did the whole thing, and they're like, yeah, yeah. brilliant Emma, brilliant. Sent her home and just cut her completely out of it and just put like, <laughs> fake puppets in it. It's really hard because she's not an actress that's known for her flamboyant physicality, and yet she really gave it her all. She really did. She died after that. <laughs> Very soon after. <laughs> and the police say it was probably uninvolved, what with her being hit by a truck. But yeah. you look me in the eye and say it wouldn't have happened if she hadn't done mocap for every single Muppet in the Happy Time murders. Well, do you remember in, in the court case where they were convicting the driver? And and they're like, Mr. Mr. Driver, I sentence you to... And she burst through the, the, the doors the at the back fuck? of the room. And went, I object! Previously, the driver had been, it was the Muppets, I tells you! And, and and after that, everyone had a good old laugh about it. Oh. And she went, do you want to be in the next Sofia Coppola movie? Went, no. <laughs> everyone said no. And um, <laughs> the whole court got hit by a truck. Dreadful. Massive truck hit the entire courtroom <laughs> and everyone in it, by extension. It was Inception. <laughs> <laughs> it was Tenet, the new Inception-style <laughs> mind thriller from Christopher Nolan. <laughs> trucks instead of trains in this one. <laughs> Think basically, imagine Inception, but with trucks instead of trains <laughs> in the dreams. That's Tenet. <laughs> That's a Tenet. That's a Tenet, everyone. <laughs> Every scene is going to end with Christopher Nolan walking on screen like Lars von Trier at the end of um, the castle. <laughs> the kingdom. And he's just going to go, That's a Tenet. And then fold his arms in like an attitude, attitudinous way. And then it's going to fade out. Oh, and, then shit. Every, and then it's going to repeat. He's got sunglasses and a backwards baseball cap, and he's the best guy you ever saw. We've got to, we've got to address some of the plot of this movie. <laughs> It's, it starts with actual Sesame Street and an actual Muppet voice actor. Is it Brian Barata? Brian Barata. As, as Phil Philwood or something, I don't know. The City of Angels. A dirty, sun-drenched beauty contest at the edge of the Pacific. It's a melting pot of people who live together in harmony no matter what color or creed. Why do those people get along so great? Because there's one thing they have in common that lets them put aside the differences and celebrate together. Taxi! Hey, taxi! The fact that they're not puppets. He's a Muppet. Oh, he's, a, he's a private detective. He's a Muppet and, and a private detective. And he gets back to his office where he's got his Maya Rudolph. Yeah. She works he for He loves him. him a bit. Who loves him a bit, just a little bit, in that old noir way. In a noir yeah. way. 
and he's got a new client, a sexy dame who wants him to, what is it? Please, if you could help me, I would be so grateful. Uh, I appreciate grateful, but it's $300 a day plus expenses. This ought to start you off. Thank you, Mr. Phillips. I should have turned it down, but I like a little cushion for my cushion. What is the actual initial case that instigates all this? Oh, she wants she wants him to find a, a findable person. Yeah, that'll that'll be it. Oh, well, there's a ransom note. What's that all about? Oh, that, there's a ransom note for someone that she needs finding, and so yeah, it doesn't it's, actually and, and matter. The P. Well, the P, yes, but just as she's leaving the house, that uh, leaving the house, he's in. the detective house. All all buildings, all buildings are houses to me. <laughs> My brain is fucked. As she's leaving, he says, "I should have turned her down. Why?" <laughs> but I, I needed the money. Now, why should you have turned her down? You're a private detective. This is, you know what? This is right up your alley. In retro, is- hindsight. Hindsight's twenty twenty, mate. <laughs> like, I, I, I should have, t- it wouldn't be a very good story if it started. And I, sh- I should have turned that broad down because she, she ended up sabotaging me and <laughs> me for, for Moida. Anyway, on with the film. <laughs> Here's the next bit of the film. <laughs> So he goes to apparently the only porn shop in town because he recognizes that the P is actually yeah. from a pornographic Muppet thing. We get some yeah. excellent scenes that are very good for me and my mental health. <laughs> oh, they're so, well, they're so gross and transgressive. <laughs> have you ever thought of what it would be like to take a Muppet <laughs> and have it just do unspeakable? Like, one of them just pisses purple liquid onto the floor. One of them, one of them, Paul, I don't know if you saw this one. One of them is a cow. <laughs> Being, just being yeah, jer- like jerked off. A Muppet off. cow having is, its, is many... its teats jerked by an octopus. It's for ages. Oh, yeah, it's cow's gone sour too, even milkier. Ages, <laughs> Paul. Jesus Christ. Fucking hell. Who pit- pitched that to me? I'm the director of this film. You're the screenwriter. Fucking help me paint a word picture. Your people puppet of that okay. scene for me. I hope you're. I hope uh, Brian. I hope you're sitting underneath a portrait of your dear old dad, Jim Henson, right now, because I've got something mega for you. You know who I am. I always am. <laughs> oh well. Uh, observe, and then he, he just gets up and just strips off and does it himself. <laughs> he does it himself. He's got the teats. He's had yeah. those grafted on special for the meeting. Grafted on from a cow. We cut back to that many times. What the fuck? There's, there's the scene Several plays times. Oh, and this, yeah, this is all because, um, because Pilly Pillboy, whatever his name is, the fucking detective. Um, I've got, I've got another name because it, because it's great, and I really want to refer back to it all the time. Phil uh, Philson. Phil Phillips. Phil oh, Phillips. Yeah. Bill Beretta from from the Muppets. Uh, Phil Phillips. As he as he walks through this porn house, this house of doom and shame, we yeah. we get a few other things of Muppets doing doing horrible things with orifices, yeah. and then and then then there's a robbery. Yeah. A robbery. A bloody oh no! Robbery. A robbery in which a bunch of cows get their heads blown off, including the yeah. aforementioned lactating cow. Yeah. Oh. And it's masturbatory octopus. Yeah. Oh, I didn't anticipate using the phrase masturbatory octopus when I woke up today. I believe he's one <laughs> of the solid, uh, the Metal Gear Solid bad guys. <laughs> Revolver In like, the fifth lots. or sixth one where it got really weird. <laughs> We're running out of animals and adjectives. I don't think we can make any more of these games. Get the fuck You're out of better. here, Kojima. <laughs> you f- fucking masturbatory octopus, you. <laughs> um, yeah, oh no, oh god. And then um, Melissa McCarthy shows up 
And yeah. um, worst actress of the year, Melissa McCarthy shows up. <laughs> and it turns out that her and Phil Phillips have had a bit of a past. Oh, fuck together. yeah. You know what? I'm, there's no way. There's no way I'm going to remember to summarize their past. So let's just fucking say it. She was being held at gunpoint by a perp. So he sh- tried to shoot at her at the, it, the the yeah. puppet that was holding her at gunpoint. Bullet flew over her shoulder and hit the head of the actual killer. I really don't give a fuck. Let's just go the whole thing. And didn't it, didn't hit the head of the actual killer, Paul. It hit it hit a pillar behind the killer and it, uh, the pillar behind the killer. And then it um then it hit an actual then it hit a civilian. Yes, the dad of the actual killer. Yes, and then everybody's mad at him because they think he missed on purpose because a puppet would never shoot another puppet even though he did. Yeah. So that's the, all right. of that. It's great. Melissa McCarthy comes in and says, "Oh, it looks like a robbery to me." Uh, it's definitely not. Shit. Yeah. Oh, I'm so bad at this. I knew I should have looked at any of the evidence. <laughs> just, I've got a reputation as being a maverick, and it's very hard to keep yeah. up. <laughs> it's very when hard. you can't look at any evidence. What if Sherlock Holmes had just come into a room and just looked around and did his sort of mind palace thing? It's just like, do you know what? I'm actually going to have to look at the case file on this one. What, what, do, what do you think? <laughs> it's, your, it's your first day on the case, Jimmy. <laughs> um, I mean, the, the, the whole police procedure these days is call Sherlock Holmes. That's all they yeah. teach us down in police school. Great, right. great. Okay. More, more Muppets die. Phil Phillips' brother, who, who's in the oh, happy no! time. Oh, no! Happy Time Gang, which was a show with oh, a yeah. sexy Elizabeth Banks in it, weirdly. Yeah, that um, was not at all. <laughs> Don't worry, they'll totally earn her um, position in this film later on, in all her great scenes. The cops, including Joel McHale now, isn't it? Yeah. They're starting to think that Phil, Phil Philly Phillips is um, Big Philly style. He is responsible for the murder of the Happy Time Gang for some reason. More, they try to protect more of them as well, and they also die. Because... Yeah. They go to a gang hideout. Uh, yep. Melissa McCarthy turns out she's got a, a Muppet liver, so she can she can take all the Muppet drugs, which is sugar. That is good shit. Well, fuck me. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, good stuff. That, it's all it's very funny, Paul. I love talking about comedies and trying and, and, and getting jokes out of it because because it's just so ripe, isn't it? It's just so it's just good ripe and ripe. It's ripe and right. There's some very weird energy in a car scene. What is this? What? What are you asking me for? Turn that shit off. Are you making fun of me? It's your car. It's on your radio. I didn't put it on. Jesus Christ, turn it off. It's like a tampon commercial in here. Stop yelling at me. You know what? How many pockets do you Totally all over the place. We get some inbred puppet children, which is great. Lots to feel good That's about awesome. there. One of the f- favourite moments for me in the film. We get a um, genuine puppet vagina complete with purple pubic hair. Great. Lots yeah, like that film that there. we saw. Scream. <laughs> um, it's like when Courtney Cox in Scream. Oh, um, good. So it, tur- it turns out that, big surprise at this stage, it was the <laughs> the daughter of the guy that was shot. Oh, fuck. Fuck! Christ! Who was actually and, and, the and sexy puppet from the beginning who came and hired him onto the pu- case. But Elizabeth Banks was in it so that she could be blown up in a scene, but then not really. Oh, well, she comes back because her and the daughter of the pillar killer boy, uh, yeah. they're in it together. They're framing Phil Philly. And, um, why? Well, because he killed her dad. But why Elizabeth Banks? Oh, she's... <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hey! Oh, the Vag! Oh, Vag! You see that Vag ball? Oh, I love oh it. wait, what? Oh, she oh, just. Oh, the, the killer just hit Elizabeth Banks over the head. Oh, so, great. Um, I'm glad she came back. Yeah, she, she wanted to frame him a bit. <laughs> she wanted you know to what? do the frame and dash. 
Whereas she wanted, the other one wanted to do the frame and smash. That's such an awkward dance move. Uh, just before that, I think, um, what's her name? The redhead, uh, the son of the pillar killer. Um, yeah. Son. <laughs> Fuck everything. <laughs> no rules. <laughs> no rules, just right. Yeah, the, the, the evil chick who's been doing this whole thing said, I like killing and I'm really fucking good at it. Like Manson level good. Interesting. I mean, I don't think he ever actually killed anyone. In fact, he failed. Yeah. He failed to kill someone once. And after that, it was just orders he gave. So That's clever screenwriting, Paul, because <laughs> it would be hanging a lampshade if Melissa McCarthy went, uh, Manson wasn't a killer. That's for you, the, the intelligent audience. Uh, it's a whole it's fantastic that way. He's actually a really off a bad killer as well as a racist and awful person. So Yeah, fantastic. She dies? Yeah, she gets shot in the fucking head. No, the, the, yeah, the, film, the filmmeister shoots her in the face. Yeah. Um, proving that once and for all, he's happy He's happy to kill his own kind. Um, for <laughs> Yay! Justice. What a great and, um, story. I th- look, fair's fair, mate. The law is the law. The law is the law. you got to shoot everyone in the face. <laughs> Regardless of puppet or creed or colour. Don't think I won't shoot humans in the face, he says, like firing an empty gun at Joel McHale. And he, he's, kinda, <laughs> he's, in, he's into this. He's like, yeah, great, Phil. Love it. Love it. Um, <laughs> You're such a wacky character. Oh, fantastic. Joel McHale says, oh, looks... Looks like you weren't guilty after all. And the the police sergeant goes, look, Melissa McCarthy, Phil Philly, you're, you're terrible cops. I've never seen anybody as bad as this. I'm going to give you your cop badge back uh, <laughs> as a promotion. And you, Melissa McCarthy, you're just king of the cops now. I'm going to retire. <laughs> but because he's black and it's his last day, he gets shot. Oh, shit. By, uh, by that South African guy in Lethal Weapon. <laughs> <laughs> Who ma- ma- manifest in order to represent the... Um elderly male screenwriters that write every movie <laughs> so they get absorbed back into the hollywood studio system and yeah. melissa mccarthy takes the crown and now she will rule over the pride lands and that was the yeah. end we get a a brief musical montage and a 10 minute credit sequence because you've got to get it over 90 minutes somehow <laughs> somehow christ <laughs> yeah we have we have a sequence showing the puppeteers having lots and lots of fun making the movie. What happened? Did you break down? I think I did. <laughs> oh, imagine and that. Imagine having lots and lots of fun. And I, I almost believed it for a bit at the end there, watching them have fun <laughs> and thinking, oh, maybe this film was fun. Oh, maybe I was wrong. I did watch it in a sewer. <laughs> I don't know if that's. I don't know if that's wrong. It's you got. You've got to know your audience. You. <laughs> And I know that he responds good to all the collective butt smells. <laughs> so, that was the Happy Time Murders. Uh, Follow our plot if you dare. <laughs> <laughs> Look, all the pieces are there. I'm, yeah. I am done holding our listeners' hands. They can, <laughs> quite frankly, do fuck their off. own work to figure out what the fuck these movies are about. I'm going to be honest. I followed about 12% of the actual plot of this movie. <laughs> I, I think there was a detective in it. The rest I improvised. I don't remember what the initial case was. I don't know what Elizabeth Banks' motivation was. I know about Pillar Killer. They had a bad relationship, so she just wanted to get back at him for that. And I, chicken okay. that because she didn't want to actually kill him. She just wanted to frame him and punish him for that. At which point she hits her with a case for that. Yeah. For the sin. For the sin of Phil Love. She gets beaten up for not wanting to murder him, yeah, which is... You know, okay. it's, a, it's, a, it's a risk most of us are willing to take. <laughs> I'll beat up anyone to not get beaten up. <laughs> I'll literally kill anyone. I hate I hate getting beaten up. It's, <laughs> it's really not. so embarrassing as well. Oh, man. I'd much, much rather do a murder. It's, it's, you know what? 
Do you know what? It actually spoils my entire day. Nothing. I can't do anything else to cheer myself up after I've been beaten up a couple of times. <laughs> my appetite's all gone. Try getting a toffee apple. Do you know, my Nothing. diet just, just spirals out of control when I get beaten up. <laughs> so many crisps and... What's the point of having a salad? And it's not going to help you fight them off the next day, is it? No, but you're stuck really? at that point. The only thing that's yeah. going to get you out is a full-on murder. <laughs> full-on murder. Have you considered it for your family? <laughs> so, so I think that's the odd idea that was the Happy Time Murders. What do you, what do you make of it? On, on paper, it's it's a fine idea, and it could be something that they could have gotten something out of. Yeah. If they've just gotten traction with it. And there are a few jokes that worked. Yeah. My problem is, it's just it's gross for the sake of gross. It is. There's no it's... nuance there. And I feel yeah. like you could have... I feel like they surprisingly underplayed it quite a bit. Mm. Uh, no nuance and underplayed because if they'd lent more heavily into the idea of the puppets and the wackiness of them, mm. you know, and done a sort of Roger Rabbit style thing, but dirty, yeah. that could have been better. But a lot of it was very down to earth, quite dull, kind of just plain stand-ins where the sole source of humor in the scene is the fact that it's puppets involved. That's the only thing that's funny. And the puppets aren't yeah. that wacky. Like, there's a couple of character designs where they've really lent into the idea that these are cartoon characters sort of made flesh. Mm. Like in, well, I think when he goes to the scuzzy drug den and there's a couple yeah. of the heavies look like, you know, just circles with faces drawn on them. That's quite good. Yeah. But they don't do that often. Often the Muppets just look like little people. And it's not that funny yeah some of the some of the best bits is where yeah the muppets are just they're they're ludicrous zany characters and being faced by genuinely horrible things yeah Um, yeah if they could have been sort of sillier and maybe a bit more like you'd expect a muppet to be yeah that would be quite fun but i mean our main character if he just was played by a human actor that he would just fit in as a noir character he's your bob hoskins exactly um imagine if he was actually elmo Imagine if he was in this world as just Elmo. And every that would have been... hard-boiled voiceover was just Elmo. <laughs> Instead of a hard-boiled voiceover. She smelt of the streets. <laughs> I... <laughs> Out of hot sex. I knew I shouldn't have gotten involved with a dame like her. <laughs> Sid is an expiring whore. <laughs> it's an abattoir full of retarded children. <laughs> That's a quote from Watchmen, guys. Fuck yeah, Rorschach. Um. (laughs) yeah it would have had you see that few seconds i don't know if it would have stood up to a whole movie but i mean maybe that's it it's just this premise doesn't hold up to a whole movie you've got to lean on the the details i think that i i thought that you know the 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 whole race uh analogies they were they were making with humans and puppets it was interesting and i don't think it needed to be i don't think it needed to be the focus of the movie but they need that needed to be more more of a world building detail you know that aspect of the discrimination against puppet cops that a puppet cop would never shoot another puppet cop that's an interesting aspect of like race relations i'd be interested in seeing an actual fit is there a reluctance for like you know Mm. white cops to shoot white suspects and vice versa you know but yeah. vice versa white suspects to shoot white cops probably not but like <laughs> is that is that a thing you know where people have trouble shoot, um being in a position where they have to use incredible force on their own race yeah i mean i'm i'm, pr- I'm pretty sure that would be an argument against having black cops back in the day <gasps> i mean an so, argument that racists would have used as opposed to that, yeah that's a pretty good argument against having black cops back there oh no yeah yeah it's it's a <laughs> it's a, an argument by racists <laughs> for, it's an argument by racists 
Um, shit, I don't remember <laughs> enough of the Shakespeare quote to finish that. It was stamping on a face forever. It was going to be a full uh, f- uh, tale told by a madman. Fuck it, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But we, you if get I the could, idea. If I could do Shakespeare. I wouldn't be sat here watching the Happy Time murders. You have to because Shakespeare's usually good. I'd be in a bin with I, all the rest of the Shakespeare academics. <laughs> It, it could have done something more interesting. The, the jokes were... You can't just have the premise being, oh, it's Muppets doing gross things. Oh, that one just said you, the word come. <laughs> that's for adults, not for kids. Not for kiddies. Not for Muppets. And that's that's the whole joke. It's yeah. just one one note joke, the, the entire film. It is. It also suffers from that American comedy thing of as soon as it gets to action, it becomes toothless and unthrilling. Mm. So it's just... Yeah. Just, just empty and kind of boring with a couple of good jokes yeah peppered th- you know peppered throughout it's a one note joke that just isn't isn't done in a fun way and i think if yeah if they'd lent more heavily into the whole puppet thing had more of a contrast going on and um yeah just found that that thing you know i feel like they just didn't find the nugget that they could have built a film yeah. around quick fire sometimes it was funny quick fire quick fire um i quite like the opening song which i believe is a kids choir cover of a rap song Okay. I don't know what rap's on, but it sounded like it, and that was entertaining. Oh, I should have paid more attention. <laughs> more of that kind I love of thing. The rap. I felt really sorry for the puppet that is pushed out of the way of the cab at the beginning. You can't, you can't do that. Fuck you. Oh yeah. Is it, it's, it's genuinely distressed and you think that f- fucking poor Muppet's going to go home later and just cry himself to sleep. Aww. He's going to eat his microwave lasagna and then cry. <laughs> yeah, it's There's a lot of upsetting idea. Implied backstory the Muppets, yeah. The Muppets and the Sesame Street characters all encounter racism. I will say that sometimes when the Muppets actually have to be walking around and even yeah. early on dancing look very good. Some of it was like green screened out. Like they mm. green screened out the puppeteers. I don't know how they got the guy dancing at the beginning. I can only imagine they had someone actually dancing and then did like a head replacement, but it looked very good. Mm. Very seamless. The puppetry was great. Yeah. The puppetry was very, very good. Uh, it always is. And <laughs> with with Ensign. Yeah. And But uh, you know what? Usually in Henson projects, and I noticed this in like the Muppets 2012, was it? Whenever that mm. last big movie was. Um, it's always a little distressing when you see the the full body. You know, head to toe. <laughs> because you're used to seeing them waist up, you know? Yeah. And when you see, like, a full-on Kermit, it's just a little bit, whoa! But here, so it's it did look quite good. I was going to say, so it's full-on Muppets and big Muppets that bother you. Yeah. It's it's the idea that one could just walk through that door behind me right now. <laughs> <laughs> and fucking smother you. It's like Profondo Rosso. <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> Yeah, the, the dancing Muppet at the beginning, actually, um, who gets picked on by the kids. Yeah. Phil Philly, whatever, comes in and s- rescues him. And after they pull out his... Do they pull out his eye? Yeah, yeah. They pull <laughs> off dark. his eye. It's fucking creepy. Jesus. Well, any, anyway, he's like, oh, you don't need to keep on dancing. It's, the times are different now. And he's like, I love dancing. I, I'm going to carry on doing it. And, he, and then as he, he's doing it, as Phil goes into his detective agency, he, he delivers the line. Oh, when you tap in, only happy can happen. Spare a penny? My wife's dead. In a really chipper <laughs> sort of Muppet accent. <laughs> Muppet accent. <laughs> Muppet accent, yeah. That's that's the, the right word for that. In a really cheery Muppet voice. Gongo, ever since he moved to the city, he's really lost his Muppet accent. 
Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hi, Gongo. Um, Excuse me, my name's Brian. That, um, <laughs> Gongo's my slave name. <laughs> Gongo's my fuzz name. <laughs> Sorry, Brian. I should express so. Yeah, he fell down the stairs. Mm, shit. You can take the fuzz out of the city, but you, I don't know why. You <laughs> can't take the fuzz out of the vagina. Yeah, the pornographer puppet. Some of the puppet designs were really good, and the stoner vibe yeah. sort of pornographer puppet was really good. I like that. Mm. And I also really liked Goofer. Goofer mm. looked like a proper sort of um, high-stress... Um, <laughs> Too many cooks slash Rick and Morty creation. Mm. He looked like a nightmare. Was he, was he the was he the one that was in the smack house? Eventually, well, he was on in the basement. Yeah, sort of covered in dirt. Yeah. But in in his original scene where you see him in the uh, inter, um, opening titles for the Happy Time Gang, he mm. just he just looks like a he, he's very amusing. And uh. more of that kind of puppet design would have been fun. Oh, cool. Well, that same puppet is in a yeah a, a, like a. Smack Den later yeah. on, um, offering to suck Melissa McCarthy's dick over and over again. Oh yeah. Um, and there's just one, d- d- the delivery of one of his lines. You want me to go for my gun? No. Unless you're talking about your penis, and then maybe. And the maybe <laughs> is one of the most horrific sounding <laughs> gut sounds that I've ever heard in my entire existence on this <laughs> cursed planet. <laughs> So sample that, on this please. Dying world. Um, speaking of voice acting, I did actually quite like Bill Beretta. He, um, yeah. I don't know if he was right for this, but he did a really good <laughs> grizzled detective. Yeah, he maybe, did. Maybe if his lines and narration were funnier than, um, yeah, something. But you know, he still was a good protagonist. Yeah, I, I, I loved his delivery. Sort yeah. of, no, no way. I'm not working with this asshole. Kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I really like when he's when he's in the pawn shop, mm. and. He is asking for the latest copy of Puppet Pussy Party because that's where the P comes from in the ransom note. Uh, listen, uh, do you have the latest issue of Puppet Pussy Party? Hmm? Puppet Pussy Party. Yeah. Oh, I loved watching the puppets getting their heads blown off. That was great. That's a wish. That made me and a dream. Yeah, that made me. Oof. Gonna watch, <laughs> gonna watch that in slow motion later. No, it was a good sort of um, practical effect of just puppet head exploding. Oh, nice. <laughs> The nymphomaniac woman who comes in and, and gets the help of um, the villain, Phillips, the villain, the villain. I'm a sexual Ima. What's that? It means if I'm a get next to it, I'm a gonna fuck it. I'm a gonna fuck it is such a wonderful <laughs> sentence. <laughs> I'm a gonna fuck it. Oh, I like the really the kind of shitness of I think I found the murder weapon and it's a dog. Yeah, because uh, one of the murders happens because someone unleashes a bunch of dogs into a place, and they instinctively and correctly tear apart the nearest puppet. That's good. That's nature trying to sort out nature there. Um, <laughs> um, and yeah, the, the guys just the cops just walking around with a dog with I think an evidence tag hung off of it. Uh, so that was quite funny. When they're in the 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 gang layer, and Melissa McCarthy's snorting all this sugar and. Um, and she's confronting yeah. all these gangsters. Holy shit, are you about to say my exact next one? This is amazing. Oh, great. And, but she's confronting these gangsters for their um, misogyny. And she turns to this one guy and she's like, Am I right? I mean, that guy knows. <laughs> yeah, you're really nailing my views on women. <laughs> I loved that guy because yeah. his character design was great too. Like, <laughs> yeah. in a room full of absolute freaks, he was the most ordinary looking motherfucker <laughs> in there. Yeah, he was great. The third time that Melissa McCarthy, who's meant to be high off her head on sugar, mm. because that's a thing. It's a Muppet thing. 
It's a Muppet thing. She asks the same thing the third time in a row. No, she makes the third observation that a third member of the Happy Time gang has been killed oh, yeah. within a week. But the third time she says it, our lead guy just says, what the fuck? <laughs> that that's three Happy Time cast members that have been killed in one week. What the fuck? Yeah. That, that made me Bill Beretta is very good at those sort of, oh, for Christ's sake, things. <laughs> the sex scene, Paul. The sex scene. Ah, uh, yes. Where uh, Phil yes. Philpids and um, not Elizabeth <laughs> Banks... Phil um, they, they they have Muppet sex. Yes. But it's happening with the police, including Joel McHale in, in the next room. Yeah. And Maya Rudolph is being a good receptionist and, and yeah. saying, he's just in an appointment right now. Would you like a coffee? And then the two puppets just yeah. thunk up against the glass door. <laughs> and they just keep whomping it and whomping it. And it just keeps happening. It just goes on and on and on. And <laughs> the, the laughter just built up in me and fucking erupted because it was just so stupid what? and relentless. What got me about that? about specifically them being pushed up against the glass yeah. is that it, the preceding line is the pr- detective saying is that what I think it is? <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> like still trying to be a bit coquettish <laughs> Vump. Vump. <laughs> and also the at, at the beginning of that scene is the only bit of narration that made me laugh which is um, her hair red like fire her ass hot like fire yeah, <laughs> that was good. And my note for that was, "What do you think? What do you think it is?" As puppet is crudely fucked. <laughs> Poetic. <laughs> He's a man of letters. Letter man. I really like the muscle puppet on the beach. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's he pretty just, good. As he lifts a, a huge weight over his head with his big pecs showing, and then does his sort of Muppet-style big mouth open thing. Do you know what? Something that made puppets really funny recently was Toy Story 4, the tra- ventriloquist dummies. The way their sort of mouths just sort yeah. of lolled open. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying. Fuck, did you stay for the end credits bits? Because that's maybe the most I've laughed in a Toy Story movie was, um, How am I alive? I don't know. Yeah, I did. <laughs> They're just... Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that was really good. I gotta stop thinking about Toy Story Four. The, the 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 fridge full of maple syrup from Melissa McCarthy because she's a sugar addict as a like Muppet, it's a Muppet thing. Made me feel genuinely sick. Yeah. That was great. Um, and and and, and <laughs> lead, leading on from that, did you notice that Melissa McCarthy in her kitchen she has perfectly ripe bananas, which makes sense because as a sugar addict, that's when a banana is <laughs> uh, has the highest sugar content. Uh-huh. And I'm sure that was intentional. Damn right it is. They know their bananas. Yeah. They fuck two a day. They don't not know their bananas, wink. When they're watching Elizabeth Hanks, uh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Hanks <laughs> doing her um, striptease, her yeah. sexy striptease in her Elizabeth pants. Oh, yeah, she's a stripper in this. Oh, yeah, she's a stripper. Three, like, bunnies are watching her, and one of them yeah. just says, um, it feels like Easter in my pants, mm. which there's a whole world bes- uh, bespoken by that yeah. concept, which I enjoy. And I did actually enjoy the whole like giving her the carrot and getting her to bite it. It was just there's there's a whole like backstory there, yeah, for these <laughs> for these rabbits and like rabbits in the Muppet world and their own <laughs> proclivities. So that's nice. There's a detail. Yeah, bit of world building there. Horny rabbits are a thing. Good to know. <laughs> yes. Thanks, Tolkien. The um the inbred kids because two of the the yeah. happy time gang are kissing cousins. Cousins. Yeah. When. Uh, Phil, I think it's Phil, he goes into the room and sees him. One of them's got one eye, the other's got three. And he, and he goes, yeah. where, where is your mommy and daddy? <laughs> like uh, opening their mouth in that creepy Muppet way. <laughs> Just like a static open mouth. That was good. That was horrible. 
I enjoyed that. Oh yeah, Melissa McCartney had a line that made me um, Melissa McCartney that I quite liked. There's a weird conceit moment where um, Joel McHale for some reason can't see that she yes. dropped her gun. I think it's because he's wearing his um, sunglasses or something. And yeah, just her line. What, somebody want to help out Stevie Ray Vaughan here because he's obviously fucking blind. Yeah. <laughs> was um, yeah. Well, that's that actually the good. next bit that I was going to bring up. Because um, ah. there's there's something that reminded me of the the mountaineering sketch in Monty Python. Where, if if you just pretend that it's not okay. because he's wearing sunglasses that he can't see that he's put the that she's put the gun down, <laughs> it's just a completely obtuse bit of comedy where he's just like, huh? Oh yeah. Oh yes, the puppet liver thing was actually explained so naturally that I didn't even notice it until a few scenes mm. later. Like it's mentioned early on that she has a puppet liver which allows her to take drugs. There's very little point for this really. But it allows her to take drugs, and it's like, huh, I wonder how, why she has a puppet liver, what the story is. Mm. There. And then later on, she gets shot in the stomach and gets rushed to a hospital that exclusively caters for Muppets. Yeah. Puppets. And we don't actually see or have any dialogue explain that they had to put a Muppet liver in her in order to keep her alive. Yeah. But you can just infer that that's what they ended up having to do. Yeah. And that's why she now has a puppet liver. Which is interesting. Again, from a from a comedy perspective, more jokes should have happened as a result. From an actual movie perspective, this should have had more of an impact on her character and who she is. But otherwise, it's a fun little detail that yeah, I agree. Is there. My last thing is just Joel McHale pulling up at the end of the movie in his convertible with Kylie Rae Jepsen blasting out. It's just silly, <laughs> silly moment. And I didn't notice that. That's good. <laughs> Oh, at the moment where Melissa McCartney's leaving and she's telling off all her other and all her fellow colleagues mm-hmm. and just says, Carol, we never got to talk, but you seem cool. And I wish I would have fucked you, Donnie. It's not too late. It's not. Like everything about that little interaction, I quite enjoyed. I think that's her real life husband. Ooh, that's fun. Mm. Um, some trivia for you, movie fans. <laughs> oh, movie fans? What would they be doing watching this shit? <laughs> so, listening to this god awful nonsense. So, <laughs> the last thing is, this is for exclusively fans of fly fishing. <laughs> it has all the meditative qualities needed to lull people into the long periods of silence and waiting. So, our last good thing is that there's a player in here that we've mentioned a couple of times. And mm. she's recently been the recipient of a not entirely welcome award. Accolade. Well, accolade, as it were. It is actually an award. I've been sending out badges. It is my own. they still made of shit? <laughs> They're made of the dreams of a child and shit. Yes. <laughs> but um, yes, it's Maya Rudolph playing reception lady as this sort of <laughs> yeah. ditzy style um, f- fucking good actress. I can't think. <laughs> I've got enough. She's got the hearts for Phil Filson. Yeah, like she's meant um, to be like a Hitchcock secretary type, you know, the slightly homely yeah. woman who, you know, is just there to lust after our main hero so the audience can know how dreamy yeah. they are because it's hard to tell because the director's cast a 60-year-old man in the role. <laughs> so you've got to have someone to explain it to the audience. But yeah, it, she's fulfilling that archetype and she's really good at it and has some really funny lines, yeah. such as when she's explaining the process of, I can't remember what they call it. It's some sort of horrible prison process. P-laughing. P-laughing. They will tear out all of his stuffing and fill him back up with rice pilaf. And then they'll fuck it. <laughs> they'll fuck yeah, it, it's not great. him. They'll fuck what they've created. I really liked the whole scene at the beginning uh, where she's introduced because does he does he give her chocolates or treats or something and she's like, Oh, Mr. P, <laughs> you're going to give me a very fat butt. <laughs> it's a really cute line. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then there's the uh, miscall. 
uh, from someone and he's like, oh, did you tell her that I, and it's quite a funny extended excuse of like, did you tell her that I was going to my aunt's birthday because of the funeral when I met the friend because I got injured in a Zamboni accident? Yeah, what'd she say? She said, I'd like to sew your asshole shut and just keep feeding you and feeding you and feeding you. Well, that's a new one. Wonderful delivery. <laughs> Maya Rudolph is really good. She's fantastic in Bridesmaids yeah. as well. And it's uh, good to have her in here because fucking hell, if, if she wasn't. <laughs> It'd have been a whole fluffy void. But now it's time for our turn to dive into the fluffy void because we're going to hear from the OG team if they've replied in the last two hours. Anyone? Oh, golly. Here we go, OG team. Wow, I've been on holiday. I've got one. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah. It's from Aussie Nerd. Oh, good. Reliable oh, say, a reliable pair of hands there, ready to catch our fluffy balls. Getting his hands around the throat of this particular question. <laughs> he says, puppeteering is really good. Yes. Seeing how much effort they put into the puppets and CGIing out the puppeteers makes mm-hmm. me wish they put that much effort into the script. Yeah, that's totally it. <laughs> we should have read that at the beginning. Save some yeah. time. Should, should just have him read it at the beginning and then we don't even have to put the jingle in. You know what? We've done a disservice here because it can't be understated how much fun it is to see puppets on screen, especially when they're done well. I mean, the fact yeah. that they're animating an octopus jerking off the nipples of a big felt cow is unfortunate, but it's done seamlessly. You can't argue with it. It's so good. <laughs> you can, you it's can, a real horror. You can say why. But you definitely yeah. can't say doesn't look good. I don't know which. Which? Yeah, you can s- that's unrighteous. You can say why, but you can also say wow. <laughs> you can, and I think you should. I think you owe it to yourselves, and us, and Brian Henson, and Brian Brown, and Brian Blessed, <laughs> and blessed be the children. Blessed be the children. Where for our children now? of the corn? Children of the corn out there living their lives. Yeah. Any All of them? in the name of Sam. Corn children. All in the name of Sam Hain. Michael Myers. Corn chowders, I call him. Yep. Michael Myers. Mm. Just trying to live his life. Both of them. Charlie Manson. Hashtag. Fat bastard. Doctor Evil. <laughs> it's all. It's all a rich tapestry. Do you ever just stop and think about how rich and beautiful the world is? Fat bastard was a thing. Michael Myers yeah. perfected that accent. Several people made a costume for it. And what for? Just so I can casually mention him in a podcast twenty years later. Yeah. And now. Look, look, watch this. Not thinking about him anymore. Brilliant. Great. We should do one good thing about the world, Paul, because <laughs> oh, we could just we could just free we could just word associate for hours. God, wouldn't that be a joy to listen to? Anyway, maybe for the Patreon. <laughs> Pay us for this. <laughs> okay, let's talk about the one better thing. The one better thing. The better things are pretty obvious here, really. It's um, you've got Ted. It's quite funny, and it's, it does the whole sweary, fluffy animal thing. Roger Rabbit yeah. did the whole noir, noir storyline yeah. thing really well without noir. being filthy. Um, and your one good thing is um, very good for doing something very similar to the premise of this uh, particular film. But mm. I'm going to take a moment to talk about Detective Pikachu. And it's another instance mm. where I'm not exactly talking about a beloved film of mine. It's um, something I saw this year and thought was really quite surprisingly good, considering just... Mm. The, the potentially cynical nature of its premise. Uh, for those who don't know, the movie... It's a mystery film in which Pika- there's a Pikachu. Mm. It's a world in which Pokemon have been fully adapted into society. It's just basically a world in which Pokemon exist. And mm. a young kid played by... Justice Smith, uh, playing Tim Goodman. <gasps> he is a former Pokemon trainer who decides to go and find his dad, 
um, and then mm. finds that um, he's told he's dead, I think. Yes. Um, and then he finds that he's actually gone missing. But he finds his old Pikachu, yeah. um, the, his old Pokemon, and finds that he's able to understand what he says. And that this Pikachu is going to help him to solve the case of what happened to his dad. The Pikachu is voiced by Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. So it's very, it's quite a funny film. It's very sweet. Ryan Reynolds' shtick works quite well in a PG-13 setting. Yeah. And you've got the hard-boiled sort of uh, detective thing with not a hard-boiled voice. Yes, exactly. Cute Pikachu. Exactly. Yes. And that, and it works a lot better. For one thing, Pikachu looks a lot cuter yeah. in that little hat. Pikachu cute more like. But also the thing, the thing, oh, the thing I really want to get into though is the fact that this feels much more interestingly like a world that's different from our own because it has p- Pokemon in it. Whereas the Happy Time Murders is essentially just Earth with fuzzy things, mm. you know, and the racism is that transparent. Yeah. Here you've got actual integration of the Pokemon into society, yeah. fulfilling various roles. And that's cute. I think you've got a Machamp directing traffic at one mm-hmm. stage with all his various arms. And it's just like little touches like that just make it feel like a bit more of a robust world yes. uh, with an actual sort of economy based on Pokemon and a culture that's grown out of it. So it's a it's a more thought about premise, I think. It's not just a sort of gag that then gets stretched over an yeah, hour and a half. Exactly. Agreed. First off, I haven't seen Avenue Q yet, but I've heard very, very good things about it, and mm. I've heard from other people that yes, it, it's rude Muppets, but way yeah. more thought behind it. It's genuinely funny and interesting. Um, it's on my theatre to theatre list, so should be yours too if you haven't already. <laughs> but yeah, mainly I want to talk about Team America, World Police. We all know it at this stage. Is fuck yeah, Trey Parker and Matt Stone, very, very huge, beefy send up of everything that America stands for and doesn't. It's, America has its very own global police force and goes around killing terrorists because fuck yeah yes it's provocative but there's something behind the grossness everything that offends good taste Mm. is very well thought through it's very anti-establishment and anti-extreme and uh, you know a lot more than parker and stone are often given credit for and it's also very very funny and short so (laughs) there's there's puppets fluids and swearing and it's better than the thing we just watched yeah and I think it, it represents what they what they used to be capable of and what they did best, which is something yeah. that I don't think South Park has been terribly representative of lately, mm. is that they used to offer very nuanced positions yeah. on things in which they were quite balanced, actually, in the way mm. they made fun of everything. Yeah. Whereas now they've gotten a bit older, I think, and a bit more conservative. But <laughs> nevertheless, back then, yeah, this was a really good sort of um, parody of, but of all, all sides of the Rambo argument. <laughs> both, both the side that said hey, we shouldn't go around immediately killing people, but then also the side that's like constantly acting pompous in saying that you shouldn't go around killing everyone. So Way more nuanced than the, the constant stream of vomit would suggest. <laughs> Absolutely. And that was the one better thing. The one better thing. Oh, so... Ah, shit! God, you don't get any warning with those. Not even, a, not even that jaunty little jingle. They just fucking come out of nowhere. Right at you. Right, right at you, in, up in you. It's in you, you listeners at home. Send yeah. $700 to Australia, <laughs> care of Paul Goodman, to, for, to get that They'll noise out you. for good. That little bite boy will cycle quickly around all of Australia and find the Paul Goodman. He knows. He knows. He knows where you are, roughly. Australian people the... aren't allowed to be called Paul. <laughs> it's too it's oh, too too pansy. Oh, he loves it. He lives in the he lives and loves in the southeast bit. Just go there. Yeah. Ask around. Where all the women live. <laughs> Well, if you want to get in touch and share some of that OGT vibe juice, 
then you can do so on Twitter and Facebook at OGT Pod, uh, Instagram, also OGT Pod. You can send us an email at gmail at OGTPod at gmail.com. We are on the A Lot of Green Network. Find us and other fan bloody good Australian podcasts at a lot of green.com.au. If you want to share us, uh, refer refer us to a friend or a boss, um, on, on, you can do so on LinkedIn. A jilted uh, lover. Hashtag OGT A long lost cousin. A jilted lover. Send, send her a, a ham-scented envelope after a drunken night. <laughs> and all, the, all, all it says with a, an invisible kiss is hashtag OGT pod. Follow Paul the lover's advice. Ham is the way to a lady's heart. <laughs> Various kinds of ham all at once. Show up smelling of a, a fresh summer's ham. <laughs> And she'll, there's nothing she won't do for you. But there are some women out there who prefer a a, win, a honeyed winter ham. <laughs> I don't know, I do. Oh, yeah, and those are the f- and filthiest women of all. You really just want to try and avoid them if you can. They're filthy keepers, Paul. They're filthy keepers. <laughs> you really want to hang on to them with every ham you've got. <laughs> you've got to get your ham around them. <laughs> and that's, that's the dating game, and it's what millennials are going to have to accept as being the main method of courtship now that none of them are drinking anymore. It's all going to be ham-related. Ham-related. Clint Eastwood can either get on board with it or just fuck off. <laughs> He's sad because he can't get his hams on anyone anymore. He has to make oh, he movies. He just write a so... film where he does yeah, it. Yeah, you just make a yeah. fucking movie where he beds two women at the same time. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it down. Keep me down. <laughs> Keep it down in there. It's us. The noise you can hear is us having sex with you. Keep it down. I'm trying yeah. to sleep. Hula hoops. <laughs> so... I'm talking to a barmer in this chair. <laughs> <laughs> to all those Clint Eastwoods out there and to all those hammy all those, dames. All those yeasty cleasties and all yeah. the hammy hammy lasses. It's uh it's a good night from me. And a good night from you. What? Oh great. Rubbish at this. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm you're so right. Shit at podcasting. <laughs> yeah, there's no way that sort of thing would stand for thirty years. I'm I'm Paul Salt. I'm I'm Paul. Pepper. Oh, here all week. Never oh, been away. shit. Where's this? Where? How? I don't know. Still in the game after all this time. <laughs> all of this time. <laughs> and remember, the one thing about... <laughs> the one happy time thing about the good murders is... Maya Rudolph. She showed up. And she showed in. <laughs>